0: The Spendthrift Trust and Self-Directed IRAs. This is a fascinating comparison. I know you're gonna get a lot of value from this. They do some similar things, but at the end of this presentation, you're gonna realize just how much better the Spendthrift Trust is. But before I get into all of that, we need I need to read you a disclaimer because I am not a licensed tax or legal advisor. I don't give tax, legal, or accounting advice. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and accounting advisors before engaging in any transaction. Alright, who am I? I'm Don Thornton. I'm a real estate investor. I've been doing real estate investing for 20 years here in Florida. I've helped well over 3,000 homeowners get out from under a bad mortgage, upside down mortgage, save their credit, and help me to I can help them sell their house and uh, get out from under all this stuff. I'm also a senior trust specialist. I am a customer, a client of this trust. I have a trust, and I use it in my real estate investing business. So um, I have basically wear two hats. You know, I'm, I'm known and you'll, if you Google me, you'll see Don, the short sale guy. I'm all over the internet. I'm, I'm also, uh, you know, gradually establishing my brand as Don, the infinite wealth strategist or Don senior trust specialist, because I love to teach people about this trust and how it can help them with asset protection and to save money on their taxes. And my real estate company is called HP funding Inc. I've had A plus rating since uh, uh, with a Better Business Bureau since 2004. And like I said, I've helped well over 3,000 clients, and not one not one uh, complaint in all that time. I mean, that just shows you, uh, you know, how uh, you know I'm I'm a man of integrity, and I have the BBB rating to prove it. <laughs> all right, so let's start talking about what a self directed IRA is. Well, basically, <clears throat> it's just a you know individual retirement account. The difference is that you know, it can hold other investment, uh, investments that would normally not be able to have in your IRA, normal IRA. So although a custodian or trustee administers the account, it's actually directly managed by the account holder, which is why it's called a self-directed IRA, and in general, IRAs are limited to common securities like stocks, bonds, of deposit or mutual or exchange traded funds, but with a self-directed IRA, you can hold alternative investments, which includes real estate, uh, which you would not be able to do you know, if you uh, had a regular IRA. So, for example, I mean, you can hold precious metals, commodities, private placements, limited partnerships, tax lien certificates. Like I said, real estate and other investments that you would not be able to um, have in a regular IRA. Now, you know, it is designed to defer taxes. So understand that. So what it's designed to do is if you, if you have an asset, like one of these, one of these, um, investment strategies that I mentioned, uh, just a couple of seconds ago, then you can continue to defer any taxes. Uh, and, uh, you can't really make withdrawals without penalty. For example, if you do make a withdrawal, you'll be paying regular income tax based on your income level. If you make any withdrawals on this before you're 59 and a half years old. Now, if you do, um, you know, if you do try to make a withdrawal before you're 72 years old, then you'll get stuck with a 10 percent penalty on what you've withdrawn. And then you'll also obviously pay taxes, income tax on the withdrawal. So uh, when you turn 72, the IRS forces you to take withdrawals. To start taking withdrawals. And and of course, you know, they have their guidelines. You have to meet the minimum requirements based on you know the account balance and frankly how long the IRA excuse me, the IRS thinks you're gonna live, which is an interesting concept, right? So that's a quick overview of what about an IRA, a sub IRA is. Now I want to talk a little about the spin through trust. Now I'm gonna tell you that I have so many videos out there that you can get do a much deeper dive on the spin of trust about the tax strategies, about how the demand note works, how the asset protection works. I'm not gonna go into all of that in this video. Now, we're gonna do a very quick overview just to compare a self-directed IRA and the Spencer of Trust. Now, the trust has a lot of the same benefits that the self-directed IRA has, but they have so much more than what you can believe. For example, obviously any Asset that can be, it can be sold into the trust. I mean, you're not limited by, uh, what type of asset. It can be anything, anything that has value can and should be sold into the trust. And when, it, when that happens, they are 100% lawsuit proof asset protected. There, no, no seizures, no court turnover orders. You know, the, basically the trust cannot be penetrated only if you're doing criminal or fraudulent activity. That's it. So, um, the one thing that the trust can do is that uh, it, it can pay for any expenses that have to do with any of the assets. So upkeep, utilities, repairs, insurance, mortgage payments, anything at all. If it's a vehicle, for example, you know, pays for gas, tire rotation, cha- oil changes, anything that has to do with that with that asset, the trust can pay for as a trust expense. Uh, can't do that with an IRA, by the way. <laughs> and then of course it can pay for most of the beneficiaries' expenses uh, in the trust uh, everything but they call food fashion and fun. and again I want to direct your attention to my YouTube chat my YouTube video, my YouTube channel which goes into into a very a much deeper dive into what the trust can or can't pay for and uh, including food fun and fashion. So uh, then you can take withdrawals from the trust. You can make a distribution to a beneficiary, and if you do that, then it will be taxed at, at, at a 1099 rate. But here's the thing. You don't need to take withdrawals or distribution as trust. You can do it. We don't advise that because why in the world would you want to pay taxes on something when there's an easier and tax-free way to do that? For example, you know when you sell your assets into the trust, the trust is going to give you a demand note. It's kind of like an IOU so, as long as there's enough cash in the trust bank account, and you say you want to, uh, you know, you want to take uh, thirty thousand dollars out. Well, if you have sold your assets and the trust owes you say six hundred thousand dollars, then you can take thirty thousand dollars, and that's going to reduce your demand note down to, um, you know, six hundred and seventy thousand dollars. So, and it's not a taxable event. That's no money that you have to owe on taxes if you do that. Okay. So, another thing that you can do with the trust is that you can have the trust by a whole life policy and the trust will be the, will be the uh, beneficiary uh, for the death benefit. And here's the most, this is the, the, the amazing thing about this, okay, is that the trust owns the policy. Like I said, you or one of your beneficiaries can be the insured body. It can be a MEC policy, which is a modified endowment contract, which has so much more, uh, in a way of advantages than a non MEC policy, which is what the majority of the infinite banking life insurance agents sell. And why is that important? Without getting into the weeds about this, basically, uh, you can get your cash value ceiling reached more quickly. You can borrow money from the insurance carrier tax free to be able to, to fund other investments. And here's the biggest thing because the, the tax reduction strategies in this, with this trust are so amazing, you know. Basically, the IRS is going to fund your fund, give you the funds to to uh, uh, to fund your policy. Because let's face it, if you if you were normally paying twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month or a year in taxes, well, you're not going to pay those anymore if you follow this strategy. So now you have that extra money. That it's like it's like walking on the street, seeing a, a sack with about that kind of money in it, and and uh, you know it's like wow. Just follow, manna from heaven, right? Well, now you can take that tax savings that would have gone to the IRS, but now are inside your trust. Put those into your infinite banking policy, and you can uh, fund that money, fund that policy with uh, money that you would never have had anyway. And of course, because of the trust, uh, any um, you're in compound interest on uh, inside the policy, and you know any taxes that will be owed on interest paid or dividends is it is not a taxable event for the trust because it's considered passive income. So it's you get the best of both worlds. You get tax savings that funds the policy. You can get your cash value uh, up to 70 70 to 90 percent as soon as you can and then start barring against it and and fund other investments to make you even more money. So um, of course, I, I touched on this just recently, but I'll go over it again. Anything, the, 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 the tax benefits that you get with the trust is that any income from any passive investment is not considered a taxable event. Uh, if you sell a trust asset, like a house, an investment property, crypto, whatever, you know, the capital gains taxes are not a taxable event. And this is a big one for business owners. And I I'm a, i am ai am absolutely 100% an example of this because you know, the, by working with with trust, my company, my LLC, is able to convert, you know, a substantial amount of its active taxable income into passive income for the trust. And that's huge. That is really huge. So let's talk about the pros and cons between a self-directed IRA and a spendthrift trust. Okay. Well, let's look, let's just compare apples to apples. In a self-directed IRA, you know, if you withdraw any money before you're 72, it's a 10. It's a 10% penalty, and you pay income tax on a withdrawal. On a spendthrift trust, if you decide stupidly to take a withdrawal or a disbursement, you know there's no age barriers. I mean, you're not forced to do to take withdrawals or distributions once you reach a certain age. That's never an issue with the trust. But if you did do that, you would pay. It'd be like getting a 1099. And you pay the taxes on a 1099. Uh, also, um, on, ta- on, on tax on withdrawals. Um, You know, when you start making withdrawals before you're 59 in 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 an IRA, then uh, you'll just basically pay regular income taxes, that's based on your income level. If you start doing that, whereas again, if you're stupid enough to take a distribution or withdrawal from the spendthrift trust, that will be taxed at a 1099 level. Now, like we talked about, there's an age ceiling at 72 with a substitute IRA. You have to start taking withdrawals. Have to. Okay. Again, spinthrift trust. There's no age ceiling whatsoever, none. The trust continues forever as long as you have someone to, to uh, uh, you know, who takes over for you as a as a trustee when you pass on. Uh, there's no asset protection for the self-directed IRA. You get a hundred percent lawsuit protection protection when you have your assets in a spencer trust. Now, the uh, self-directed IRA cannot pay for, you know, for the assets. Uh, for any expenses. Whereas we, I told you earlier in this presentation, hey, any expenses having to do with the, with the assets that are inside the trust, the trust pays for all of them with non taxable money. You cannot fund, a, a, if in a banking policy with a suffrage of the suffrage IRA, um, It is you can't use tax deferred money, I should say, to defund, you know, because you've got that money, the taxes are being deferred in IRA, and you can't use that tax deferred money. To fund a an a infant banking policy, where you you know obviously with the trust you can and you can also borrow you know you can you can use um, is the banking policy the infinite bank policy will be a trust expense so the premiums are paid for by the trust and then of course you can borrow against the policy and the money will not it'll be tax free and any any uh, profit that comes back in is not tax it's it's not a taxable event for the trust either all right and then also um, you know with the IRA. Um, you know, all withdrawals are taxable events. If you withdraw from the demand note with the trust, and those withdrawals are tax-free uh, with capital gains taxes. I mean, they're deferred until you're seventy-two, or when, you know, but they eventually the, 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 the taxes eventually have to be paid. With the trust, a capital gains tax is not a taxable event, right? So I think you see by now that this is the trust wins the competition. We're going to give a blue ribbon to the trust because I think you see from this quick analysis that the the trust blows away self-directed IRAs, just blows them away. So let's just recap here. Okay. With the trust, you get amazing, amazing legal tax reduction. You get 100% lawsuit proof asset protection. You are able to fund an infinite banking policy. To, is a much better investment for you anyway than an IRA uh, which you know the trust can fund with the tax savings from, uh, that's going to get from an all the tax reduction and then you know, of course any any, inter, any tax on interest and dividends that you earn that's uh, not a tax plug for the trust and of course there's no estate tax. So these assets are in your trust and they can continue for generation 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 there will be no estate tax. So I'm telling you, if it was, if I was in your shoes and I was in, in your shoes previously, I took action. And the action that you need to take here is to schedule a free strategy session. Talk to me about this. We can, I can show you exactly how this can change your life. Change your life. For a lot of people, they're paying 32% or more to the IRS. And they don't have to because this will free you from the bondage of having to pay that kind of amount every year in taxes. Thank you.